popcorn paperback. Gotta eat the popcorn, read the paperback. Open up the paperback, eat the popcorn. Popcorn paperback. She's like, I gotta go to bed. What do you think? I think I've said this before to you. Do they have a kid? No, I think. Well, I I don't know actually. Yeah, I hope not. Poor kid. Yeah. Um, I think I've told you this before. I think it's really funny that Mark Zuckerberg has definitely spent millions of dollars uh, on like PR to make himself more like charismatic to the public, and it's just completely failed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, right? It's like the same as you and me, like buying a suit or something. Yeah. It's like, like, why would you even do that? (laughs) Like, Like, we just sense the effort at that point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's every like it's clearly. Um, um, oh hey, I didn't oh. see you guys there. <laughs> What's up? Hello, welcome to hey. uh, welcome to Popcorn Paperback. Uh, this is the biweekly podcast for the A and E department at the Daily Californian. I'm Charlie Cruz. I'm the literature beat. I review books. And I'm Jackson Kim Murphy. I'm a former film. Uh, I'm a former. I'm a former film former beat. Former film beat. I'm from New York. I'm not. I'm from San Francisco. <laughs> I'm a former film beat at the Daily Cal. I still review movies. Uh, Charlie, what's this podcast about? Uh, well, this is a podcast about uh, you know both books and movies, and sometimes even the other forms of media, discussing each medium's uh, merits and how they uh, clash and complement each other. Two mediums enter, only one <laughs> leaves. We declare a winner each week, either books or movies, sometimes with the assistance of a guest that picks a side in this eternal battle between these two mediums. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes we pick people off the street, other writers in the arts department, uh, other Berkeley students, and uh, who knows, maybe just monsters or just some crazy Yeah, it is October. (laughs) So if you have ever read something or watched something, pick a side on Popcorn Paperback. I, wa- I was too tired to eat, you know? I So I had to sleep. That's a, So like, I got here. Like a very know? uncharly thing. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> love to eat. You love to eat. I know. I'm going to eat shawarma probably after this. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't wait. Um, you love it. Uh, but shawarma wasn't something that I've, I liked, uh, you know, as a kid. Oh, <laughs> what did we like as a kid, Charlie? What I'm did Charlie, you and I like? Uh, I'm the book guy. Um, I always liked books as a kid, and then I kind of like stopped liking books when other cool things happening uh, were happening around the world, like video games were coming out or like cool movies were coming out. Uh, but then I went to community college, and I was like, oh, what do I like? I had to like kind of like review myself, and yeah. I was like, oh, I like books. I've always liked books, and I've had a, like a lot of really cool teachers that liked books, and like taught me how to like books. So then I like kind of got back on that train. Um, I started reading like giant books, big books. Um, and then, uh, uh, then, um, you know, now I'm just the book guy. I, stu- I study them, I review them and, uh, that's all I want to do. Uh, and I think it's great. That's all you want to do. Uh, you know, I could do a little more stuff. That's mostly what I want to do. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. 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 So There's you just w- read like really big books in community college. Well, it's just like, I think I learned what, like, just like what literature could do like just like how it could represent things and how it could describe and how different and crazy it is and like how i don't know there's something beautiful about being lost in it and like having to put all your energy into reading and like that you couldn't you couldn't lose focus or else you'd lose like a paragraph or something like that um and just putting all your attention in something and finishing a book oh it's like that's it's very beautiful feeling yeah yeah yeah. i i I think you and i are both like kind of like not like 
not collectors. What is it? But we like we, we want to go through things. We want to like just completion? like we're like completion, but like I don't know. We're just I guess consumers. <laughs> I guess yeah. we, we're, we're just people who like media. We like media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's something so great about like being like I finished reading like all this author's work or like I like this book. Now I'm, they, I know that they've written a bunch of other books. Yeah. Um, one author who I love a lot is Cesar Ira, who's uh, an Argentinian writer, and he just has all these very small, beautiful books, and each one's so different and yet so surprising and yet Aww. so within his own style that it's just like that, just like reading him and reading like, honestly, I've read probably like 10 or 12 of his books, but they're all like less than 100 pages or something like that. Yeah. That it's just like, it's 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 beautiful, and there's something just really like nice about about like just consuming <laughs> about reading just how about you jackson uh movies yeah whoa <laughs> this guy. Movie guy um well like the academy awards was just something i was kind of into yeah, as a yeah, kid yeah, yeah. i don't really know why i just kind of was drawn to it and it was a very like i could i could follow baseball as a kid mm-hmm. and it's a slow sport and like also it helped growing up in san francisco and like being like a like an adolescent when like the giants were winning a world series every other year it was very easy to get into baseball at that time uh but the academy awards were like no there's only like five people you need to know (laughs) for each category i'm like whoa and they're in movies that's crazy they're oh uh (laughs) they're not like athletes like i know their personalities all the time because of how they act or i don't know their personalities but like i can track their star personas no absolutely um right there's something to me that like turned me off against sports was just like the pure who are you yeah who are you (laughs) who are you people how 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 come i have to know who you are there's so many of you did you just get on the team like it's like you've been here for like a month we're trading them hello do i feel bad about that i gotta know where you went to school yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's you're only like, like six years older than t- me. That's crazy. <laughs> it's tiring. I won't be like that. In you're six not years. a real panda. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Pandaval. Pablo Sandoval. I got sad because like I was like, oh, I remember all those guys, and then it's like, oh, like none of them are on the team anymore, and I yeah. was just like, oh wait, yeah, like I could name a ton of like 2010. Absolutely. Giants. Oh, totally. Cody Ross. Uh, there was a pitcher, right? The famous pitcher it was Tim Pantaval. Lincecum? Tim Lincecum. That's who I remember. Yeah, right? the yeah. freak. Some guy with a beard. Name. Was he? Oh, the freak. No, yeah, Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson had a beard. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, so I can barely remember. <laughs> I can remember. <laughs> I was a fan. Uh, yeah, so you're a fan, but a fan of like kind of award shows, the Oscars. Did you say? Yeah, and like I guess it's like a, a prison at this point because like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. You it's know. all you can know. Well, yeah, <laughs> like it's mean? just like I, I like instinctively uh document all this information in my head every year whenever it comes out yeah yeah and yeah. i'm just like i know all the ins and outs at this did point, you do it last year it. for the daily cal you did the golden did you do an awards show for them uh or you like did, did predictions, i give awards right? yeah did you give awards last year um or didn't you do predictions Was i did predictions yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'm good see I, I got somewhere with it <laughs> Any predictions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I don't know that now that that uh, you know obsession has maybe gotten you a little bit of a foot in the door of some industry. If you'd like to, I don't know. I just like listen to like the people in the industry. I'm like, okay, yeah. so this is the consensus. Then it's usually right unless something crazy happens, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and sometimes it does, and that's fun. But like for like two minutes, and then yeah, you're like I spent five months following this race. Uh, but, but it was more that than the movies themselves for a second. Right? For for a second, yeah, it was just like, mom, dad, 
No Country for Old Men's gonna win Best Picture. <laughs> They're like Jackson. You don't. <laughs> you haven't seen. You it. haven't seen. <laughs> you are ten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but I would just like read the New York Times like that special issue each year and be like, <laughs> I know this, I know this, I know this, I know this. That's cool. Yeah, and then from there, it's it, like once I reached an age, I think like freshman year of high school, where I could actually go and see these things, or like I had the guts to sneak into R-rated movies nice. at that point. Um, I would actually go and see them and have opinions on them and be in a dialogue about them, and that was fun. Uh, and then that spiraled, that spiraled, that snowballed to just me being like, I should watch more movies in general. Interesting. Why yeah. did you decide to change the metaphor there? What? From spiral to snowball. I don't know. I think snowball's it's not more positive. Yeah, that's like true. <laughs> yeah, because you accumulated. Yeah, as spirals to like I'm falling down a hole. Yeah, became insane. <laughs> yeah, you're just like. I think both are fitting though. Yeah. Um, you snowball spiraled. Yeah, you made like a a snow cone. <laughs> Of movies. Why'd you, know? you, why'd you switch the metaphor? <laughs> 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 um, but then you got into movies. Yeah, I got into movies. <laughs> I would watch uh, whatever was expiring on Netflix. And when was month. this? When was this high school? Yeah, like sophomore year, freshman year of high school. Okay. Whatever's expiring on Netflix each month, I would check like halfway through each month, be like, this, 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 this. And I'd be like, this is the last chance I ever have to watch this movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> I got to do it. Um, and then I get to like maybe a third of them. Uh-huh. Um but see that used to be uh, if if I can make a small interject please. interjection um, <laughs> it used to be me with the new streaming service Mubi because oh, wow. what I liked about Mubi was that cuz right now you can't really I I guess you can read an article of like here's everything that's going to leave Netflix yeah. in o- October or something like that yeah. but to me that's too much like I want Netflix to give me that so I could be like oh these are leaving soon to me it's like oh, I'm getting, like, a whole list of things I have to watch as opposed to, like, I can choose kind of, you know. I, it's just, like, in terms of, like, viewing it, like, it seems too overwhelming to me. Meanwhile, in movie, which, like, gets a, one new movie each day and loses a movie that's, that's that same day, it's just like, oh, yeah. I should watch the last movie because it's leaving. Yeah. And I'll watch the second to last the movie, second last movie tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And and that's what I kind of like, that it's, like, you know, you get, you get a, a couple chances to watch this, and I'll be like, okay, cool. Or yeah. at least that's the, the way I used to do it with the movie. Now I'm just like, I don't, care. I don't know. Yeah. I, care. I give a shit. Uh, <laughs> for our listeners who may not know what movie is. Yeah. Uh, movie um, is like a... It's a streaming platform where they put up one new movie each day and you uh-huh. have 30 days to watch it. And it's a lot of like hard to find yeah, kind stuff. Of some, a lot of like a lot of French, a lot of like international. Yeah. A lot of international cinema. They have a lot of like Chinese stuff now, Indie like Chinese stuff. independent. Yeah. yeah they yeah, do yeah, like yeah, series. Yeah. They curate. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Like I, I like it because like, as opposed to like a, right. A, a Netflix or a it's just like Here's or a everything. Truck. It's just like an algorithm. Yeah. It's just like, this is you. why we chose this movie for today. Like yeah. they're doing like a whole horror thing for October. It's fun. It's fun. It's, it's nice. It's nice. It's a shame, you know, that like, um, <laughs> it's illegal to watch horror movies outside of october yeah i hate that i hate that our country destroys people for watching halloween on november yeah it's <laughs> like i try to do it and then i like make yeah them. then i get taxed i get taxed hard yeah destroyed financially yeah um so but now look at you now you're a full-on movie guy i'm a full-on movie guy i watch many movies and i like some of them I mean, I think you're a lot more critical than I am in in some ways, but maybe it's just because I don't, I'm not as, I don't know, I don't know why. <laughs> I think I, I I go out to find good 
books because books take so much more time. They do. As you were saying, it's like yeah. If like I was ever reading a book and I was like, this is probably like a, I don't know, this is bad. Yeah, like, it's a, like two a two out, out of five. five. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't finish it. Yeah, It'd be like I have three hundred more pages of Absolutely. this. No, I'm ch- I'm checking out. Yeah. Meanwhile, with movies, it's movies just like, you're like an hour and a half in. You're like, this sucks, but you know, I, I might as well finish. I got ten it more so minutes. Have an really opinion like, on it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe I just go out of my way to find like yeah. books that I think are good. Yeah, and, and then I, it's like if I think it's bad, it's like oh, I guess you know, I guess I'm smart. I guess I'm really smart. Then <laughs> I do that with movies, <laughs> really but then I also too. just feel like yeah, I feel obligated to uh, watch things that like crowds have congregated around yeah and like yeah. have hair like given like praise to or just like movies that have been like financially colossal in general and it's funny because i, I think like to interrogate why why that is like the most popular no absolutely movie. right because it's funny because it's in like the history of literature it's kind of like that's kind of how we study like books now because like right in the victorian era like it wasn't that like all the people were like Charles Dickens is yeah. like this master of it was just like he was popular he was like the most popular yeah. author of his time and a lot of the time like the the texts that we study are because they were the most popular yeah like, texts of the time that's how the canon gets, yeah, yeah. We, we wouldn't be able to like find like at, at least maybe like right now is like where we can find like in the 1800s this was a book that no one read but it was good <laughs> like it's like that's it's almost impossible to, to find that because yeah. it's just Here's like a little hidden gem it was from- burned in a <laughs> tobacco factory uh while crossing the atlantic ocean like it's just like like books there, there's no way of storing that kind yeah. of you know information i don't know and there are movies like that too yeah that are, probably um, yeah like studios burn stuff mm-hmm. yeah oh They're yeah like, this shit's not important is there like uh actually this would be cool to do maybe a whole episode on but like if you if you have like a whole an- one answer now is just like is there a movie that hasn't been made or like is like lost that you like think about a lot that you like kind of like wish you could have it could have been completed like book people are often like if only this like book had been finished or something like that um there's a book that uh one of my favorite authors roberto bologna i'm thinking yeah yeah uh so like right there's like people find manuscripts and stuff like that there's a book by um roberto bologna that's like a thousand pages long um but he died before he could finish it. It was called 2666, and it was about, like, Mexico, and it was about, like, um, there was all these, like, uh, women being, like, disappearing in Mexico, mm. and their bodies would be found, like, like weeks later. So so Roberto Bolaño wrote this whole book about it, and it wasn't finished. And today I was just reading, like, uh, that's, like, considered one of his best books along with Savage Detectives, but, like, part of the flaw of 2666 is just, like, it wasn't finished. It's, cool. not, it's, not, a, it's not a finished book, so, like... It feels unfinished. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there is there any movies like that? Uh, I mean, there's stuff like... Uh, like Jodorowsky's Dune or like... Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I, think <we've, laughs> I think we're all a little too into that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. There's stuff like um, like Orson Welles' whole life was kind of just having his movies being taken away from him. Yeah, and being yeah, wrecked yeah. And like um, Netflix is doing their one great thing for the year in that they're releasing one of his lost movies next month, The Other Side of the Wind, which I know nothing about on purpose. Uh, I'm trying not to read anything about it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Excited for it. Uh, Like Magnificent Amberson's uh, 
like um, famously large portions of that are lost uh-huh. at this point uh-huh. and so people are like this would be his masterpiece yeah he, it, citizen kane would be dethroned yeah wow and it's all perspective we don't know also just like things like that don't have distribution in america or like are very hard to track oh down. sure yeah, yeah yeah uh like the first thing that comes to mind is uh the director Hold on, let me look at his sure, name sure, one sure. more time. I mean, one thing, right, because I was a big Kubrick fan in yeah. in high school, and when Kubrick died, right, he did that thing. Uh, eyes Wide Shut? Yeah, or not Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> sure, Eyes Wide Shut is good. Um, but it's like the one, what was Contact? or, or AI? AI, yeah. Well, Spielberg like, made that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but his best movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, what if Kubrick made it? Like, that would have been maybe it wouldn't even have been better. Good. Really? Or uh, Kubrick always wanted to make a movie about uh, Napoleon, I think. That was, yes, he did. That yeah. would have been really cool, I think. That would have been cool. Yeah, because just like how he, his meticulousness would have been cool. He's a shitty guy, but. Yeah, we should wrap good. it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But God, no, I want to talk about AI. AI is so cool. Yeah, we could do AI it. AI is like, uh, mm, it's like a weird. <clears throat> I don't think I've, I haven't seen it. It's like weird Oedipal stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like a kid. They, like they program a kid robot and he's like programmed to love his mommy. Oh, shit. And like the first thing he does when he got, walks into this suburb urban house uh, like america's falling apart uh-huh, cities yeah. are being flooded yeah. so it's like the weird suburbs like no everything's okay um but he walks into the house and he's just like i like your floor and it's so <laughs> weird and creepy and you're like no one's ever gonna love this so child funny. yeah um it's weird because spielberg can always like uh make for you lack of a better phrase sell a kid to yeah. an audience no absolutely and like he's like weaponizing that his like his pension to do that in that movie oh cool i might have a creepy. good book for that we could do that for yeah. another episode sweet yeah. So those are our histories. Those <laughs> are our histories. Yeah, sweet. We talked about two different texts on the Lost episode. Yes. Yes, we did. It was pretty fun. They were pretty cool. Um, but we decided, why do it again? Why bring it back? The beauty of this format is that we keep going. We keep reading and watching. We just, we just never stop. We're consumers. Yeah. We're in the market. Voracious. Yeah. So, um... One of the guys, right? One of the guys that I was kind of obsessed with for a while, and it's yeah. it's the like so typical. It was like it's David Foster Wallace, <laughs> I know, and it's so dumb. Who wrote it's the so biggest D F W, baby. Um, but he, uh, I like read some of his stuff. I'm like 300 pages into Infinite Jest. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll never finish it. Yeah, no, probably. I don't think anyone ever has? No, I'll finish it. Um, uh, and then, but uh, David Foster Wallace also talked. And so one of the things that was cool about him was he uh, he w- he had actually a lot of like uh, women that he really admired, kind of these avant-garde writers that were really cool. And so one of the books that I found from him, I brought today, and kind of the theme of this these two uh, this text and these movies that we're we're bringing today is New York City. New York. Bum, New York. Bum, All five boroughs. Manhattan. Bum, Brooklyn, Staten Island, the Bronx, <laughs> Queens. Queens. Last one. Beautiful. I got all five. Um, the book that I have brought is Speedboat by Renata Adler. I have not had the chance to read this. I'm sorry. Um, you can read out a little uh, section. I have. I have two little sections. What's funny is, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll give it to you. What's oh, okay? What's also funny is that I didn't. I haven't finished it. Oh, okay. That's and fine. I've been reading it for like years. I've been like trying oh. to read this for years. <laughs> it doesn't look that big. It's not that big, and that's the kind of my uh, uh, the way I read is really fucked up. Like I like how, read how a book, read? And I like finish a chapter of one book, and then I'm like, that was good, but I kind of want to read another book. So I like, yeah, I, I juggle books that's cool. kind of constantly. You um, can't do that with movies. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, uh, but. Renan Adler's very cool. 
she was basically a writer. She got a BA from Bryn Mawr and an MA from Harvard. Wow. Uh, she was, for a long time, a staff writer at The New Yorker um, and a chief film critic for The New York Times for a year. Wow. Check that out. Um, and then just went back to The New Yorker and been there for, or was there for about like 40 years or so. That's crazy. Um, she wrote a lot of books um, and kind of, at least in the style of this book, the way that she writes her fiction is very interesting. It's, it's a kind of a mixture between, you could say, like, maybe Lydia Davis, uh, someone who does these, like, kind of very short, aphoristic, maybe, like, prose fragments. But along with that, there's, like, a smooth, kind of sensuous style to it that, like, Lydia Davis or, like, Clarice Lispector, they both, like, create short stories, but they seem maybe a little cold, a little distant, a little, like, observational, yeah. while hers seem, like, very lush. There's something kind of classic about that in like a Dorothy Parker or like uh, uh, maybe Elizabeth Hardwick like all these kind of like more uh, or who's that uh, who's the one uh, Joan Didion they, they, they're kind of more able to like use the language to, to, to showcase like a voice that, that is very distinct and of its own um, so I think it's a beautiful book I don't, I don't know why I haven't been able to finish it as part of, part of my frustration I think it's maybe because like each Fragment. I'll, I'll read you a fragment and you'll see. Books. Because basically, I had to do have a lot of books, but uh, I just, I like, I love her language and I kind of just get lost in it. And then I can't, like, it's like, it's almost like eating, like, just a lot of, like, caviar or, like, foie gras. It becomes so rich that it's just yeah, like. We both know what that's like, right? <laughs> well, I guess we don't, like, in a, in a, in a culinary sense but it's just like so much that i i kind of like let it savor i gotta like it's it's something that i can't just i think she's very nice she has this photo in the back where she's wearing a hat Uh i mean you can't really get cool that like that's like you know how hunter s thompson is like you know she's more like (laughs) i guess if that doesn't make sense anyway listen to this listen to this uh this passage uh, okay by renita adler uh i love the laconic Clearly I am not of their number. When animated conversations are going on, even with people interrupting one another, I have to curb an impulse to field every remark by everybody as though it were addressed to me. I've noticed this impulse in other people. It electrifies the room. It is resolved, sometimes, by conversations in a foreign language. One thinks it is my turn to try to say something to make an effort. One polishes a case, a tense, a comment, the subject passes, just as well. There are, however, people who just sit there, silent. A question is addressed to them. They do not answer. Another question, silence. It is a position of great power. Talkative people running toward those silences are jarred, time after time, by a straight-arm rebuff. A quizzical look, a beautiful face perhaps, but silence. Everyone is exhausted, drinks too much, snarls later at home, wonders about the need for aspirin. It has become. It has been that stubborn wall. Kind of interesting. It's like it, this is a narrative, but at, at, at certain points we just lose the narrative. Yeah. I think it's just like these descriptions of people or these stories that she's heard, like makes this a very like beautiful mosaic of like different different experiences and different kind of points of view. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's. I think it's a great book, and I'm gonna keep reading it. You gotta keep <laughs> <course>. reading. <laughs> Um, Some on page 81, yeah, the yeah, second yeah, yeah. paragraph. Um, it's, yeah, it starts. With talent? Yeah. Hey, 
Spoiler alert. Now Jackson's going to read a <laughs> Starts with talent. <laughs> a passage. Talent was blazing through the columns and onto the coffee tables. The physical assault metaphor had taken over the reviews. Guts, never much of a word outside the hunting season, was a favorite noun in literary prose. People were said to have or to lack them, to perceive beauty and make moral distinctions in no other place. Gut-busting and gut-wrenching were accolades. Nerve-shattering, eye-popping, bone-crunching. The responsive critic was a crushed, impaled, electrocuted man. Searing was lukewarm. Anything merely spraining or tooth-extracting would have been only a minor masterpiece. Literally, in every single case, meant figuratively. That is, not literal. This film will literally grab you by the throat. This book will literally knock you out of your chair. Presently, all this meant not soon, but now. That's fun. Cool. It's fun. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's something like these are kind of these parts where like there's like a story within each chapter, but like these are kind of some parts where she just kind of I don't know if you call it like free associates, but she just yeah. like kind of explains and like I thought that was just beautiful, just this like how language like changes yeah. reviews and then how language kind of gets diluted. And you need to be more the high like, like a very hierarchical yeah, hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it sort of like speaks to this right sensationalization of like sometimes a review is like you're gonna just fucking like throw up because you watched this movie and it's yeah like, no you're not <laughs> no you're not but you might Wait, hey. sometimes I you do throw did. up from movies yeah, from carrie um, oh wow really <laughs> yeah but also i we can talk about that later maybe um so oh no <laughs> so, yeah. you know, there's a lot of factors involved uh yeah beautiful. yeah i like this a lot yeah i'll give it to you once i'm done hey yeah <laughs> when, when are you gonna be done <laughs> maybe in six years <laughs> What's we'll the movie we got, then. Jackson? What's the movie we got? Um, it's another New York movie, kind of. I mean, no, it just took place mostly in New York. Uh, we were watching it at a friend's house. Well, you weren't watching it at a friend's house. I watched, house. like, the last half. Yeah, you watched the back half of it. I watched all of it. I watched this movie. Well, it's... Okay, let's introduce the movie. It's uh, James L. Brooks's As Good As It Gets, uh, I believe from 1997, uh, starring Jack Nicholson, uh, Helen Hunt. Really? Yeah, it's Helen Hunt. Oh, as the as the as the as waitress. The waitress? Yeah. Really, she looks so young. Helen Hunt, yeah. That's crazy. And oh, <laughs> sorry, I got Helen Hunt confused. with Holly Hunter. <laughs> with Ellen Mirren. <laughs> I was like, oh, she looks so young. Like she's <laughs> she's doing an okay. American now, accent. Now I remember. Now I remember. Okay. Yeah, we're back. Oh. Helen Mirren. Dame <laughs> Helen Mirren. Dame Helen Mirren. Yeah. Um, Helen Hunt. What if that was the Vampire <laughs> Weekend song? D- me and Helen Hunt. Could be good. Um, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't really change anything for me. <laughs> It'd be the same. Still song. be a good song. Yeah, yeah. That guy has a baby now. Yeah, Rashida Jones' baby. Yeah. Wow. Pretty crazy. I didn't know they were dating. Anyway. <laughs> Who are his cousins? Who? Yeah. That's the one Vampire Weekend song. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mansard Roof. Oxford Comma. I can remember a few. Those were good. Those Only were good. from the early days. They still make music, right? As good as it gets, right? Yeah, as good as it gets. <laughs> is, oh, and Greg Kinnear's in it, too. Oh, yeah. yeah Cuba yeah. Gooding Jr. Oh, and there's this great, uh, great movie dog. It's a great dog. Uh, it's pretty much just like a ball of fur with two eyes. <laughs> like, you don't really know how the skeleton works. Uh, and it gets a lot of close-ups. It's a lot of close-ups in this movie. Um, so it's about three odd characters, played by Jack Nicholson, Helen Hunt, and Greg Kinnear. Uh, they all live in New York. 
and it's kind of just about how they interact. I mean, it's very light on plot. Um, James How long was this movie? Was this like a two and a half hour This is movie? a two hour, I believe, like 20 minute movie. It was it's pretty, pretty long. It's pretty long. Yeah. It's pretty long. Uh, it's, and it's just all dialogue scenes front to back jeez, pretty much. Jeez. It's great. Yeah. Um, James L. Brooks is a cool director. Uh, what else has James L. Brooks directed? Uh, he, I believe, started just... Uh, I mean, we could look this we up, could look it up yeah, or I could, okay, I could guess, <laughs> which is more <laughs> fun, fun yeah. um, and inaccurate. I think he started, I mean, he started in TV. Okay. Um, and then his first film was Terms of Endearment mm. uh, with Deborah Winger and Shirley MacLaine. Uh, he won the Oscar for his oh. debut film. Oh, really? crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then he made broadcast news. Well, that actually is funny because Renata Adler won the Oscar for her first book. <laughs> No, she won the um, she won the William or the Ernest Hemingway Award for best first novel. Wow! Yeah, pretty cool. For this, for Speedboat. Wow! Yeah, yeah, that is cool. We got some, got some early talents here on the pod. uh, That's what New York does, you know. Hey, that's the city, alights for you. Yeah, Denzel Brooks is not based in New York. No, that's fine. He's from LA. Uh, Yeah, uh, he made broadcast (laughs) news after uh, a great movie. Uh, he made a little musical thing called I'll Do Anything, uh, which I haven't seen. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be a musical, and then it test screened, and everyone's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this movie's awful. <laughs> and so they had to reshoot a bunch of it, and huh. it's no longer a musical. It's largely forgotten. Uh, he like was a producer on The Simpsons. Like Whoa. He's like really big Crazy. TV. He's probably so he's filthy rich from it. Yeah, he's time. been in the industry. Yeah, he's yeah. only made like six movies. Cool. He made As Good As It Gets, got more acclaim, got Oscar stuff. Uh, and then he made Spanglish. Oh, okay. We could talk about Spanglish. You were, you were hiding that. Because <laughs> you know Spanglish is a gut punch to me. Spanglish? Really? <laughs> Why is it a gut punch I don't know. I you? haven't seen Spanglish. But you've just <laughs> been joking about Spanglish all week. I've all been joking about Spanglish all... Yeah. My, my roommate <laughs> loves Spanglish. Okay. Has seen it three times this year. Incredible. Because That's we own crazy. the VHS tape That's for so it. Funny. He just keeps what? Like... Three three weeks ago, he's like, should we, we should just put on Spanglish. <laughs> like, sure, who cares? Yeah. Um, Spanglish, and then he made uh, How Do You Know, uh, which flopped, and now he's basically done. But this movie is basically right. This is it's kind of there's kind of a romantic narrative. Yes, yes which, which, which is, is like the, the hardest movie. sell of the movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very strange because it's Jack Nicholson. He has the yeah. eyebrows. He's uh-huh. balding a little. He's balding. No, he's more than a little balding. Yeah. He's balding. He's old. <laughs> yeah, he's not drill from Twitter. From Twitter, folks. Um, so there's this Twitter account uh, called Drill. Yeah. Um, do you know about this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> MJ, right. can you talk about it for a second? Are you on Twitter? Oh yeah, yeah. Are you tweeting? Yes. Um, some not a lot, but when I do, it's it's a lot. Weird. Whoa, it's um, it's weird. It's weird, <laughs> but I do retweet a lot. So no, but I follow Drill. He's kind of like. I don't know if I should explain that. No, please. I'd love um, to hear your interpretation of drill. Oh, <laughs> um, I well, I'm from what I've seen of drill, he's. <laughs> I I don't even know if he's a he, but yeah, it's, um, that's true. So there's like right yeah. the icon is Jack Nicholson, but it's yeah. heavily pixelated. Um, bring it up. I, bring I would it up to, you know, I would consider him kind of like one of the founders or kind of like the starters of kind of this underground weird twitter subculture yeah, yeah definitely just weird tweets yeah 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 like drill is a like a force of nature drill is like a like 
if if an out al- like you know like part of what's what's scary about today is that like an algorithms rule our lives you know like like we are yeah. constantly bombarded by having our own data used by like either advertising yeah. companies or like surveillance companies and like getting our own like wants and desires like shoved back in our face and drill if, is if like an algorithm stopped kind of like like just like uh, tried to be a human yeah <laughs> but was also like a 50 year old like man who was like slowly dying and like yeah <laughs> it's just it's 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 incredible it's it's poetry it's like it's exactly what encapsulates like the modern era uh, and like i that's why i can't i always think of when i see jack nicholson i think of drill and i that's why i can't kind of ever think of jack nicholson as like a true actor versus like a like a persona or like an embodiment of a horror <laughs> like of just like this horrific you know alien mass that that, that hides in twitter uh before we get into jackie i want to read out two drill tweets yeah please uh here's his most recent one deleted the tweet where i said that homer simpson is allowed to show his penis in the japanese version and i'm allowed to work at kmart again <laughs> <laughs> pretty nice uh here's another one from september 27th Cigar mommies. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. There is something f- so good. Like one of my favorite things was someone doxed <laughs> drill or something like That's that. That's your favorite thing. Hold on, hold on, hold okay. on, hold on. Um, and um, your like, favorite so, thing is doxing so, people. So <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite things is just exposing the trolls. Um, but uh, drill got doxed, and like so, so drill's real identity was was kind of like uh, realized. Yeah. But all of Twitter kind of like collectively collectively was him. like ignored him and it was like it was exactly like that scene from spider-man 2 yeah where like uh and it was all there was almost a tweet that was exactly like this where it was like even though drills like faces like we can see his face like we 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 like want to forget it so we put the mask back on like he's stronger as drill than as like a normal human being like yeah <laughs> uh yeah anyway he's jack nicholson's totally creepy in this movie uh, uh yeah well because he's playing <laughs> yeah um yeah an asshole. Uh-huh. He is playing a person who is scared of being in contact with any human being. Yeah, it's someone who like can like plunge the depths of the human psyche yes. and like fully reflect what a person is thinking and yet is impossible to show that emotionally or physically in in himself, right? It's like all in his writing. Um would you say that's fair? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he'll say like very uh, bigoted things frequently in oh, the film, yeah. and it's not because like he subscribes to uh, like an ideology or anything like that. Yeah, he's just like I don't want anyone near me at any time, and I will repulse them. Yeah, reflexively defensive. Yeah, kind of in a way. So then, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, leaves his dog at Jack Nicholson's place, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You got a dog sit." And he's like, "I don't want a dog sit." He's like, "You got a dog sit." Um, and he <laughs> falls in. He doesn't fall in love, yeah. but like he, this dog is the first thing he's ever loved ever. <laughs> he like the poster for this movie is just Jack and the dog, and they're he's just holding the dog That's up and has a big grin on his face. <laughs> Uh, and then when he has to return the dog, he like cries. He's yeah. like, "I like to, li- I like things. <laughs> I like to be compassionate." Yeah. And so like the whole movie is kind of him feeling out the growing pains of trying to connect with other people for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but then it spirals into a romance which is also like the hardest sell of the movie mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean is this would you even kind of like i think there's something is this like a when did this come out like in the 90s 97 97 because i'm double thinking check, about like big two and this kind of like weird like man child like kind of maybe persona that was happening in the 90s where it's like learning to love as like a fully grown person yeah yet like having like have like like a person who's like the, a clean slate who has never loved before who has like who's just now figuring out how to have emotions Interact. or something like that yeah yeah like i feel like that was kind of common in the in the 90s maybe yeah maybe uh maybe <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but it's just like it's i think in big that's easy because tom hanks like it just looks kind of like naive yeah. as a young guy and like the 80s could, yeah oh okay is that 80s yeah mm -hmm. but like for me it just like it's harder it's much harder to buy this because because of jack nicholson, jack nicholson is just like a he's a freak like a, yeah he's like a melting scarecrow he's yeah just like and he a, does he does look old in this oh like, absolutely and like i think he only did like four or five movies after this oh okay like okay. this is kind of like the end yeah. of his run yeah pretty much yeah. and then he does one every three or four years oh wow um yeah he's old in this uh -huh. and um it's weird yeah uh he's got a bald head <laughs> and he's falls in love with helen hunt who yeah. i believe was like around 30 at the time of the Crazy. filming of this she's yeah. playing 40 but she is 30 yeah um yeah, they spent a lot of time trying to find the tone of this film as it went along. James L. Brooks is he will write scenes kind of as it goes on. Mm -hmm. And I think his I think his films are usually shot in sequence. I would fact check that. Interesting. Um, sure. But yeah, so like it got to the last scene and they were like, kiss each other. Let's see if that works. <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah. maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. And be, like that could be like I the, resolution. the end of this movie when they do kiss each other, and he he gives a very good compliment <laughs> at the end of the movie. It's very good. Which one is that? He gives like a big 45 second speech. Yeah. About. Wait. About how he believes she is the best person, the best woman on earth, and yeah. that no one else gets it. But the fact that he gets it makes him feel good about himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, which is so it's like an insane line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which would be like, I think, disastrous in any other actor's hands. Oh, absolutely. Um. Yeah, and then they kiss each other, and that's kind of the end of the movie. They get hot rolls because they like hot rolls. <laughs> uh, it's like 4 a.m. when this is happening. Um, but I don't know if they like stay together for a long time after this. Yeah, they're gonna yeah, yeah, they're yeah, gonna yeah. have a weird time together. Yeah, that it, it's and not like you know a, a marriage plot where it's gonna be. But like it does feel like they both find resolution or resolution like and have learned have solidified some relationship with one yeah, another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll still be friends maybe. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm kind of on board now. Jack Nicholson is a weird actor, uh, even when I don't buy him as a human being, which I sometimes don't in this movie. I think movie. that's fair, yeah. Uh, I, he's always, m like, completely transfixing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's a weird guy. Uh, sometimes he's too much. Sometimes he's just, you're like, thank God you're here because <laughs> this movie would suck otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I prefer drill. I'm a drill guy. You don't even. <laughs> I guess I can't. Is that even like a right comparison? Between like, like if you had to, like they were both in a room and like you had to shoot, <laughs> had one, to shoot one, you would shoot Jack Nicholson. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's I'll fine that. if you like prefer <laughs> drill as like a cultural entity over Jack Nicholson. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. But like. It doesn't have to be one or the other. No, that's true. I can have them both. But like, I get. I guess I just need so to explore. So inundated in 
Twitter culture before you before uh, I watched, watched yeah, a lot yeah, of Jack yeah, Nicholson yeah. films that could happen historically. To you. This yeah, this is this. I've been I've been kind of brainwashed by drill before. I could I could understand Jack Nicholson as a person or an actor. Sometimes maybe I I'll never understand him as a person. This is our last thing. Sometimes <laughs> I hate how drill has definitely. Um, if like not formed, but definitely morphed my sense of humor. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> not I necessarily for like the I better get very or upset the worst. about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We none of us escape him. Yeah. Which is kind of just beautiful in that like none of us escape this friggin' society, bro. Yeah. That was great. That's the end. <laughs> Uh, we've reached the concluding part of the episode where we talk about upcoming releases and pass quick judgments on them. Quick judgment. This is what I want to pass quick judgment on. Yeah. There's a book coming out, baby. What? End of this month, October 30th, 2018. It's a book called Toddler Hunting and Other Stories by a Japanese author, Kono Taiko. Uh, she's won all of Japan's top literary prizes. The Kurigawa, the Tanazaki, the Noma, and the Yomiyurui. And uh, she's sick. She's like, they're really strange stories. I think they're going to be really scary and cool and kind of crazy and awesome. And I haven't heard of her before. So I think uh, I'm really excited about it. That's cool. Thank you. I'm going to do a bunch of things real quick with a bunch <laughs> oh, of takes. Um, uh, Venom uh, is uh, just came out. Uh, it looks so stupid. I want to see it. Nice. Because uh, badness is the only way idiosyncrasy can creep into this genre anymore. <laughs> um, a Star is Born came out. Bradley Cooper looks like an old bootnit, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, maybe it's time to let the old ways die. Yeah. Um, nice. Coming out next week, we got uh, ooh, Goosebumps 2. Uh, wink, wink. We might talk about that later. Uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. We, we watched that, watched last, that night last night at a superb, superb event. Thank, Thank you, superb, superb, for putting on a screening <laughs> for a bad movie oh sorry um, uh, you trying uh, to make hateful eight in the 70s put more music in it oh yeah yeah <laughs> that movie really needed more more songs from that jukebox that's always in the center of the frame of oh every shot. whoa 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 uh, first man comes out next week uh <coughs> that's an astronaut movie right yeah neil armstrong goes to the moon uh damien chazelle directed it oh whoa uh my least sexy movie take is that la la land's pretty great <laughs> um, oh wow that isn't yeah. sexy yeah that isn't sexy at all <laughs> uh so i'm looking forward to it Ooh. uh that's it uh, i don't know some movies come out hopefully the year will get good with the word season it might not though we'll one see. book four movies Oh, we got to work it out for us, folks. Wait, MJ, who won this week? Charlie won. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm That's fine. Books win. I guess it's not strength in numbers here. First round. I think <laughs> the uh, Warriors slogan. Letting you know, even though uh, this is the third time we're recording this podcast. Books and still win, baby. I have, yeah, pretty much. Books still win. Feels good. Um, MJ, tell us this. Did you, true or false, you listen to this podcast and try to fall asleep? Yes, I did. And <laughs> not only just because I was trying to peer review it, as um, that's, that's part of my job, but I actually think uh, it's a good podcast. Um, yeah. You're going to hear first, folks, from our uh, <laughs> producer, our editor. Uh, I'm Charlie. I read books. I'm Jackson. I watch movies. Uh, if so if you're reading or you're watching, uh, pick a side on this eternal battle. and Come back next week, maybe, or the uh, week after. And we love you.
Yeah. <laughs> you, but you especially. Yeah.